and welcome to The Bond of Friendship. I'm Carrie, and to recap last week's podcast, I talked about reptiles and the requirements for successfully keeping them as pets. Also, the reasons why I enjoy educating about them. Today, I'm going to revisit canines, more specifically, rescue dogs. Rescue dogs are dogs that do not currently have a good home and were found running free or were dropped off in a shelter or have been rescued from another bad situation. Some of the luckier ones come from private shelters where people are interviewed before adopting to make sure the dog and the people will be a good fit in the home. It would be accurate to say that rescue dogs are near and dear to my heart. As I have three of them and they all came with unique behavioral problems, which required trust building and obedience training. For a good example, I will use Carmen the Chihuahua. She was a very shy five-year-old Chihuahua, one who could not be kept inside a pen or fence because she would get scared and escape. So when she was taken to adoption fairs, she did not show well. She ended up caged in the puppy ward of a local shelter. It is suspected that she spent her early life in a hoarding situation where she was kept inside a mobile home with a family and eventually her and the other dogs were seized by animal control due to the unsanitary conditions. I do think she had been with caring people because she loves all people. She was adopted on Valentine's Day about 10 years ago. More in a minute. Welcome back. I feel very fortunate someone at the shelter suggested I look in the puppy ward because then I had to consider a sweet chihuahua because I was actually looking for a new companion for Coda as his companion Vincent the Jack Russell was very old and Coda needed a playmate. Vincent the sweet boy slept 20 hours a day. I looked around the shelter more. There was really no one who fit what I was looking for. To my surprise on the second visit Carmen was willing to take a treat progress so it was meant to be but she was not spayed so I had to wait a few more days within a week of having her at home I got a call from someone on Saturday afternoon from the local jack-in-the-box and they had her and basically wanted me to come get her which I did but in all seriousness I was glad I always kept identification on my dogs this prompted me to install a second gate over concrete It also involved more exercise and training. My other dog, Coda, must have been surprised she was gone, though he often entertained himself with toys, where Carmen had no idea what to do with squeaky toys. Coda is younger, and luckily he had been in a shelter program which involved basic training to make him more adoptable. He had been dropped off at the SPCA for barking too much. I have reinforced his good training and added tasks and tricks to his repertoire. I am happy to say he and Carmen have gone on to do pet assisted therapy and two nursing homes and also visit at veterans events. None of this would have been possible without training. I want to note there are many reasons why trainable dogs end up in the shelter. One of the big ones is bad behavior. I have noticed often people expect a certain breed to act like their distant cousins who work on film sets, commercials, and television. Without real consistent training, this is impossible. Lassie was not born obedient nor born a boy's best friend. It took years of training. We can give a sincere thanks 
to Mr. Weatherwax and his family for training a succession of lassies who would be admired and loved forever. I wanted to add this insight into why problems often arise in homes. A dog is an intelligent creature that wants to serve man but lacks direction on how to do this. This is truly a sad state of affairs. For example, bringing a dog into a home and not training him could be viewed like this. If we were sent to an exotic foreign country, not knowing the customs, the language, and being expected to integrate smoothly with no mishaps. Sounds very difficult, right? So I think we need to consider that even if we cannot afford training, we can read, watch videos, talk to veterinarians, talk to friends, and bond with our dogs through training. I know we're a busy society. However, everyone will benefit from your dog's training. You may even gain confidence in the process. This will likely ensure your dog stays in your home as a family member and cherished companion. Something I love to see is people out enjoying walking their dog and not being dragged down the street or struggling. I have met some people who say, I don't want to break my dog's spirit or he is just a small dog. I have noted there are many small dogs and large dogs in the neighborhood who are what I call yard guards. They are left in the yard 24-7 with minimal contact with humans and they become neurotic and so do the neighbors having to hear them alert all night. A dog is meant to be part of the family, sleep indoors at night, and this involves training. With training, your dog will less likely to join the millions of small, medium, and large dogs who enter shelters every day and wonder why they are not at home anymore. So if you have a dog, give him a scratch for me, consider more training, and realize it can be fun once they start learning. You will love it. And thank you for listening.